Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Welcome and good morning. This is That's the Bottom Line with your hosts, Todd Hickman and Gene Valerani. Todd is unable to be with us this morning. So this is Gene Valerani reporting today. We welcome our News Talk 560 AM KLVI streaming radio listeners at klvi.com and at savemyretirement.com and all of you that listen to the various online podcast segments of this show. Todd and I are both registered financial consultants with Asset Growth Associates, located right here in Beaumont, Texas. Today's program takes a look at all the events of the past week and much more as we study those events involving both Judge Kavanaugh and Rod Rosenstein and what Democrats and their news media puppets are up to. Plus, I plan to revisit the Bill of Rights and why the radical Democrats need to be stopped. When we're not on the radio, we're busy at our company, Asset Growth Associates. That's the company that Todd and I founded jointly. Asset Growth Associates offers an array of tax preparation and financial planning services for businesses and individuals. Now, if you haven't filed your 2017 income taxes yet, or even for more past years than that, we can help. Give us a call at either 840-6900 or toll-free 1-866-728-3697. Remember, as always, you can visit our website at savemyretirement.com. And then, while you're there, find out what your investment risk number is for free by clicking the link on the front page referencing risk number. This will provide a number between 1 and 99 where we can compare it to your present portfolio. And you'll be able to quickly see if indeed you are investing according to your risk tolerance. And also, while you're at the website, you can sign up for our free newsletter where you can receive tax and investment tips. Now, please visit us at SaveMyRetirement.com today. Today's solution segment visits the subject of worrying and not worrying, at least when it comes to setting money aside and solves how not to lose money during a market downturn, because every once in a while, it happens, right? We know that. And today's dirty little secret exposes the injustice, double standard, and bad guy image of today's modern Democrat Party and asks why the Republicans are so quick to often turn tail and run. 
sort of like the townsfolk in the old 1950s movie, High Noon. I'm going to have an analogy on that subject later in my report. But for right now, let's get started with today's show. Can the Republic be saved? I'm talking about the Republic called the United States of America. After all, we live in a constitutional republic with a Bill of Rights which cannot be legally removed. But too many Democrats have a different view on the subject. And we're going to talk some about that this morning. Now, I, I ask this very sincerely today because if the Democrats succeed, they will destroy the United States and with it, our Bill of Rights. Before Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 presidential election, the nation was already drifting into socialism under Barack Obama. It goes without saying, the media and the pundits believed what they wanted to believe, and so we're convinced Hillary Clinton would defeat Donald Trump, and if they knew what they were talking about, she would be the president today. But after Trump won the election, the Democrats and the bureaucracy, who is what the deep state is, comprised of, with the help of their media puppets, well, when Mr. Trump won the presidency, they began the current plot of undoing the election, because that's what's going on. What we Americans have been exposed to ever since, and more correctly, what has been happening since President Trump nominated Brett Kavanaugh reinforces what has become the obvious. The elected Democrats currently holding office, for the most part, simply act like they're not good people. And I'm sure some of them are good people, but those that we see on TV on a regular basis seem to not be good people. And I say this because of how they go about their business. In simple terms, they are the enemies of the Bill of Rights. And in case, and, and I say, I don't say that lightly. And, and in case some of you are not familiar with the Bill of Rights, they were added as the first ten amendments to the United States Constitution early after our nation was founded. Our founding fathers added those amendments as safeguards against some future government that would abandon the original freedoms. And the First Amendment says, listen carefully, because I'm going to give you the cliff notes on them. The First Amendment says that no law can be passed to deny Americans freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, or to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. And we all know what the Second Amendment is, or we should by now. It's the right to keep and bear arms. The Democrats hate that one as much as they hate freedom of religion, it seems. And since the press has become puppets of the Democrat Party, Democrats don't attack the First Amendment freedom of the press as much as they would if the press itself wasn't as far left as it currently is. The Third Amendment says households cannot be forced to let the military use their individual households, American households, to provide quarters for troops. In other words, you cannot be forced to put up soldiers to use your house as a barracks. In the Fourth Amendment, and unfortunately, it is already being violated. 
the Fourth Amendment forbids the government or the police or anyone really to search your house or belongings and otherwise invade your privacy without a warrant based on probable cause. Now, this amendment is the one that likely was being abused by the FBI and Justice Department to spy on the Trump campaign based on hearsay and lies instead of probable cause regarding the Russian collusion illusion. That's the Fourth Amendment. I think they've already violated that one. The Fifth Amendment is the one which says an American cannot be compelled to testify against oneself. That should be easy enough to understand. And the sixth says, a person accused of a crime. Now, this is very important. The sixth says, a person accused of a crime has a right to a speedy trial and the right to be confronted by the person making accusations and to present defense witnesses. The accuser goes first. Not the way Judge Kavanaugh's accuser wanted it to be. The 7th, 8th, and ninth deal with items such as trial by jury, excessive bail, nor construe certain rights to be nullified by other rights, as when someone like special counsel Robert Mueller and when his boss, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, used the law to break the law, this one, that was a tricky one, isn't it? Well, the Tenth Amendment is a big one. That one is, well, that one the Democrats especially hate, which says the federal government only has the power given to it by the states. Democrats desire central control and would, if given the opportunity, use their power to modify the Bill of Rights or, more correctly, simply pick and choose the ones they want and how to use them. For example, freedom of speech to them means the freedom to use pornography in movies, or freedom of religion means no religion. And I opened with much of this on this morning's show, and the reason I did it is because everything the elected Democrats have done since President Trump became president is try and subvert the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Fact is, freedom is not free, and the price of freedom is constant vigilance. So be vigilant. Be wary of people within who would like to ruin things. Now, you know, given the, given the chance, our, our political classes in Washington, D.C., and more especially the Democrats, would be only too happy to deny Americans the freedoms guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution and especially the Bill of Rights, especially the Second Amendment and portions of the First and, of course, the Tenth. Many these days say America was never great. Well, you can choose whether you believe that or not, right? In fact, the governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, said exactly that a few weeks ago. Let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, America is a work in progress, and if anything had been, uh, had been making progress, it has been the United States. This country has been making progress for a long time, but now we have forces at work 
which seeks to undermine freedom and replace it with a form of either outright communism or socialism. But there's really no excuse for the hateful anti-Americanism that's occurring these days. And I'm going to continue with more on this after these important messages. Welcome back. You're listening to That's the Bottom Line on News Talk 560 KLVI, located in Beaumont, Texas. As I was saying before the break, there's really no excuse for all the hateful anti-Americanism that's occurring these days. For too many on the left, hate is used as a license to deny freedom of speech, especially to conservative speakers on college campuses and in other public places. And they also use their hate to harass Republicans in places like restaurants and Democrat leaders, people like Maxine Waters, actually encourage such things. It was a Democrat who opened fire on Republicans during that congressional baseball game a few years ago and nearly succeeded in killing Republican Congressman Steve Scalise from Louisiana. Remember? I'm sure you do. News media doesn't even talk about that too often, do they? The Democrats have politicized everything from the NFL to love and marriage and even human life itself as pertains to children in their mother's wombs. This is why lately I have been referring to Democrats as the barbarians at the gate, and I have also criticized the Republicans for being too timid to stand strong enough against them for the sake of freedom, liberty, and justice. Now next, and what's going, what's happening this past week, we, we have the curious case of Rod Rosenstein and how the Democrats and the New York Times likely conspired to use Mr. Rosenstein as the bait to induce President Trump to fire him. Now the plan was simple. Expose Rosenstein for the scoundrel he is as a trap. Now, this way, the Democrats and the news media would call it another Saturday night massacre. That's had the president took the bait and fired Rosenstein on the spot. It doesn't matter what the plan was or is. It, it's a given. Rosenstein was part of the plot to complete the so-called silent coup by using the 25th Amendment to the Constitution as another way to remove President Trump from office. Now, what exactly is the 25th Amendment? I already reviewed the Bill of Rights with everyone earlier in the show. They were the first 10 amendments, more commonly referred to as the Bill of Rights. These are amendments, the Bill of Rights, that the founder said could not be changed. Yet, the Democrats have no qualms about doing away with them, but they like the 25th Amendment now. In simple terms, the 25th Amendment permits the President of the United States to be removed from office if he or she would become incapacitated. 
If you studied history at all, you'll remember Woodrow Wilson, for example, after World War I, suffered a stroke and was unable to carry out his duties. And actually, without the public's knowledge, Wilson's wife secretly carried out the president's duties. And so, the 25th Amendment was created, added to the Constitution as a means to remove an incapacitated president from office due to severe illness. And what the Democrats wanted to do was claim President Trump was not of sound mind. In essence, they were claiming he is mentally ill and therefore unable to perform the duties of the presidency. Now, this allegedly was a plot that began within the FBI and Justice Department, you know, back when all the Obama people were still running things and before they fired Comey and, and, and maybe right after they fired Comey and this Andrew McCabe was running the FBI. He used to be the deputy uh, FBI director. He's been fired. He's under investigation now. Now, this allegedly was a plot within the FBI and Justice Department wherein Mr. Rosenstein would wear a wire and record the president and supposedly record the president and use the recordings as proof the president was not of sound mind. Now, I'm not sure how this would have been accomplished or what the president would have had to say and be recorded saying it and have it sufficiently off-balance enough for such a plot to be carried out effectively or radical enough to prove mental instability. The plot also, according to the New York Times, involved then-acting FBI Director Andrew McCabe. As I said, James Comey had already been fired, and the more recently discovered infamous former FBI attorney, Lisa Page, she was supposedly in on this, and, of course, the more well-known, infamous, recently-fired FBI agent, Peter Strzok. Andrew McCabe is already under investigation, and perhaps others, too. These people were supposedly planning a coup, claiming the president was mentally unstable, and therefore able to be removed from office. At least, this is what the New York Times reported, and Rosenstein was supposed to... Uh, you know, he was supposed to go in there. He was the guy supposed to wear a wire to entrap the president. Now we all know neither the New York Times nor the Washington Post, right? We know neither one of those papers are fans of the president, nor are they unbiased in their reporting. So why would they print a story appearing to expose a plot harmful to President Trump involving traitors from within? See, right away, you have to suspect something's wrong because it would be out of character for the Times to uncover a plot against the president. So my guess is they were in on the plot, and Rosenstein would be their sacrificial lamb. In other words, he was expendable, and if fired by President Trump would then be used, uh, then they would use that against the president as a way to undermine, you know, they, they would say that the president fired Rosenstein to undermine the Mueller witch hunt, okay? That's what they were wanting to do. And then they wanted to use that against the president. 
They wanted to do this enough so that if the Democrats actually would take the majority after the November midterm, then it could be used as grounds for impeaching the president. That's what I think was going on. So what are we to make of this when considered against the backdrop of all that is currently underway? I suggest it's the sedition from within and driven by hate. Hate is the driving force that currently infects Democrat politicians and their base. They still cannot stand it that Donald Trump won the 2016 presidential election, and they now seethe with the hate that drives them to work against toppling the rightfully and legally elected president of the United States. Of course, the fact that the New York Times has reported such a story so very damaging to Rod Rosenstein, a man who was no friend of President Trump, and entangled in uh, those suspect FISA warrants, suggest the plotters and the conspirators, conspirators within the falling apart. It, you know, it, it just suggests that, the, that this, this whole conspiracy is beginning to fall apart, and perhaps these people in the conspiracy are beginning to turn on each other like so many others. They underestimated President Donald Trump, or more correctly, they underestimated we the people who elected President Trump. Now, I have a term for that. I call it ignorant arrogance. Ignor ignorant arrogance speaks for itself. Ignorant is not, what does it mean? What does ignorant mean? It means not understanding their lack of ability and being able to overthrow the president and arrogant enough to think they're capable enough to accomplish it. In more simple terms, they're blinded by their rage against the president and want revenge against him for defeating Hillary Clinton. What they forget is that revenge, listen to me, listen to me, Revenge is best served on a cold plate. In other words, uncoordinated, hot, mad rage is doomed to failure. But a sensible, properly planned, cooler strategy has a better chance of being successful. Now, the Democrats lost the 2016 presidential election. And I'm going to go into that more so in just a few minutes. Back right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to That's the Bottom Line on News Talk 560 KLVI. Coming to you, broadcasting out of Beaumont, Texas. As I said before the break, in case you hadn't heard, the Democrats lost the 2016 presidential election. So, I ask this question. Instead of going into a blind rage over it, why didn't they just try uh, uh, to, to construct a better plan and get ready the next time around, you know? Just try to win the hearts and minds of the American people. Just build a better mousetrap. Unfortunately for them, they can't seem to do that. They're no longer a sensible American political party. They have morphed into a modern version of a socialist, communist, totalitarian political party driven more by hate 
And like I said earlier in the program, many of them just are not good people. And with Judge Kavanaugh, they would feel no remorse in destroying him and his family. Some of the haters who support Democrats have already threatened to harm Judge Kavanaugh's, his wife, and even his beautiful little girls. These are the people counted among the base of the modern Democrat Party. I'm, I'm afraid that's what it is. You know, and let, let me make this confession to everyone listening. I'm registered as a Democrat in Jefferson County, Texas. I used to be proud to be a Democrat. I grew up, my, my dad was a union member. I was a union member myself when I was a young man. And I can tell you, that's not the Democrat Party of the old days. This is not your grandfather's Democrat Party. Trust me. In this segment each week, we have what we call a dirty little secret. And I'm going to do that portion of the program right now. I feel that the problem with the Democrat Party is that it leans to injustice and operates on a double standard. The Democrats are very willing to convict people on hearsay evidence without giving an accused person the opportunity to confront their accusers. And obviously I'm talking about the drama between the Democrats and the Republicans over President Trump's nomination recently of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the U.S. Supreme Court. A double standard pretty much sums it up on how modern Democrats conduct themselves these days, at least in my opinion. Democrat politicians are intent on destroying the rule of law. No one should ever be charged with anything based simply on what someone says without evidence. But then... We have another problem. Too many of the Republicans holding office these days quickly turn tail and run away when confronted by either the Democrats or their news media puppets. So please allow me the indulgence to paint a picture of what's happening in a more understandable analogy. Because this one, I think, could be, could be a good analogy. How many of you listening to me this morning remember the old 1950s Western movie, High Noon? Gary Cooper played the role of Will Kane, a town marshal, who faced a gang of outlaws alone after his own deputy and the rest of the town folks were too afraid to help him. Yet, alone and unwilling to fail in carrying out his duties, and be branded a coward. He didn't want to be branded a coward, and he wanted to carry out his duties, and he did his duties. And the marshal, therefore, strapped on his six-shooter, and he walked out into the street at high noon to face the outlaw gang alone. Now, here's my point. Think of the present-day elected Republicans holding office in the Congress and Senate as the cowardly townsfolk. People like Jeff Flake, right? They're hiding, and the Justice Department and FBI are, are, is actually the deputy who, who fled rather than fight. Yes, you've probably already figured out 
who the town marshal, in my analogy, is. It's President Trump. The outlaw gang, of course, is today's congressional and Senate Democrats. The Democrats openly are attempting to, it would seem, I don't know if they're openly attempting, but, you know, you, you could actually uh, consider that it looks like they're attempting to overthrow the Constitution and seize power through sedition. And that's why they're cast as the outlaw gang, in my analogy. Like I've said before, the Democrats can be described as the barbarians at the gate, and the Republicans are too timid to engage them. Yet, despite the situation, we the people cannot punish the Republicans by voting them out of office because to do so would allow the barbarians to take over. Instead, we need to elect stronger Republicans who are not afraid to stand up to the barbarians. You know, in the movie High Noon, the marshal defeats the outlaw gang nearly single-handedly with the help of his beautiful wife. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I miss those old Western movies where the good guys always won against overwhelming odds. They were inspirational in a way, especially for a little boy. That's when they used to have those soap operas, what they call them, horse operas. I forget. They used to have terms for them. I miss those old Western movies because the good guys always won, and they won against the odds. And, of course, that's when men were still men and women were still women. Now, that doesn't mean anything. It just means that that was back when men held women on a pedestal. And I wish it was that way still. Man used to, when men wore hats on a regular basis, I remember as a boy walking down the street, if I was walking with my grandmother or my mother, and one of the neighborhood men walked past us and he was wearing a hat, he would tip his hat. Men were gentlemen. Some of them are still are. They still are. Well, the Democrats will not likely mend their ways anytime soon, and so must be confronted with the same determination for good as the Democrats use for bad. And I'm sorry I feel that way. President Trump needs more help than he has to save the country and succeed in draining the swamp. President Trump, like the fictional Marshall Kane, seems often, too often, that he stands alone against the barbarian outlaws at the gate. And ladies and gentlemen, that's today's dirty little secret. There's just no question about that. Remember when the economy was the deciding factor in deciding political outcomes in elections? Well, here's a news flash. It still is. Reports out last week based on the Gallup poll say the gender gap is collapsing among female voters for the Democrat Party as well as among middle-class voters. In other words, American middle-class voters and a growing number of female voters are abandoning the Democrat Party and leaning more toward the Republicans. You think it might be because we're living in, in an improved and excellent economy now? One could suggest this is more to support President Trump and prevent the so-called blue wave from actually happening come the midterms. Now, many voters 
who wouldn't normally vote Republican are more so inclined to do so simply to prevent the radical Democrats from gaining a majority in the House and Senate and prevent them from, with you know, that plan of theirs to attempt the impeachment of President Trump. The Trump economy, that's the one that's going on. That's the one we're living in right now, has certainly been a success story for most Americans, providing middle-class Americans to enjoy better employment opportunities, grow their 401k plans in the process, and maybe be living a more, less stressful life. Here's something to think about. For many who have enjoyed the growing numbers in their portfolios, now might be a good time to consider locking in some of those recent gains. And I'm going to tell you how to do that right after this important message. Welcome back. You're listening to That's the Bottom Line on News Talk 560 KLVI with Todd Hickman and Gene Valerani. Todd is not with us this morning, so I'm flying solo. Before the break, I was talking about the improving economy and how the stock market is doing well right now. So you might say, why, why would people even be interested in considering taking some of their recent gains and moving portions of their funds to a safer, to, to, to a safer uh, venue? the venue that we on this show call principal protection. And here's why. Funds inside a principal protection plan work to capture gains during a rising market, add them to the account where they become part of the original principal and continue to grow and remain immune from market losses. So if things are well and you have access, say, to a 401k or another investment, and you're satisfied that you've recovered from 2008, now might be a time to put some of that money in principal protection. Because if the market continues to do good, your money's going to grow inside principal protection. The difference, the only difference is that if the market decides to have a downturn, if something spooks the market and it decides to collapse again, you don't lose any money that's in a principal protection account. And that means that when the market comes back, and it always does, when it comes back, guess what? You don't have to wait for a recovery period. You don't have to wait till the gap is closed again. These types of plans can often be used as a replacement of a plan's bond portfolio, too. Todd talks about that all the time. You know, now that interest rates are beginning to inch up, uh, it's going to lower the bond prices. Rising interest rates have a negative impact on bond prices, driving them down. So it's like a like the seesaw, you know, when bond prices come up, interest rates uh, go down and vice versa. When interest rates come up, bond, you know, bond prices go down. Rising interest rates have a negative impact on bond prices, driving down the price from which they could be traded. But for some, these types of accounts, actually the principal protection accounts, actually constitute 
an entire portfolio because they're guaranteed not to lose value based on a market downturn. Here's a solution for you. Has anyone listening to me this morning ever felt worried that things were moving along too well and thus perhaps it meant something bad was about to happen? In other words, even when everything is going as well as can be expected, some people still worry. And some people never worry and others always worry. Well, here's a remedy for both on how not to worry about losing money set aside for future use. It's called principal protection. And we use it often when helping our clients prepare for a more secure financial future. Now, we know that the Federal Reserve is inching up the interest rates. But for a long time now, interest rates have been very low, too low for those seeking to use interest payments as a sole means of income. Even a modest increase will not likely be sufficient to use interest payments to provide enough income to get by, right? You can't go down and buy a CD like you could 40 years ago, paying 12% and live off the interest. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, maybe for the, for the retiree it might be nice, but for people uh, buying homes for the younger people, that would be kind of scary to have that kind of inflation. This uh, financial reality, you know, pushes many into the stock market. When interest rates are low, really what it does, it pushes people into the stock market, which always contains an element of risk. Always. It's going to be an element of risk. However, there is a way to avoid market risk and still experience market gains. And this can be accomplished by setting some funds aside into the, one of the many principal protection plans we make available at Asset Growth Associates. That's Todd and I's day job. It's what we do for a living. An Asset Growth Associate, there are plans available, plans indexed to the financial markets, and provide earnings based on positive market performance but are contractually guaranteed not to lose value based on a market downturn. Instead, clients keep both their principal and their earnings. And when the earnings are added to the principal, the earnings become part of the principal. That's not all we do. We, uh, you know, but we find incorporating these plans into a portfolio makes sense as both a hedge against inflation and a hedge against market losses. To learn more about including part of, you know, a pension, an IRA, or a 401k money, or any other form of cash accumulation plan into principal protection, interested parties should give us a call at Asset Growth Associates. Our number in Beaumont, Texas, in the 409 area code is 840-6900. Our toll-free long-distance number is 1-866-728-3697. I'm going to give you those numbers again. Our local number, Beaumont, Texas, 840-6900. Our toll-free number, 
728-3697. And if you can't remember the toll-free number, just dial, start dialing 1-866-SAVE-MY-RETIREMENT. Give us a call. Call for an appointment. Of, uh, you know, Let us share some of the ideas of simplifying a financial plan for interested parties, plans that work for a positive outcome. And we can also be reached online at SaveMyRetirement.com. Todd and I are both registered financial consultants with our company, Asset Growth Associates. Our firm is a full financial services firm, and we do it all, including tax services, such as tax returns and representing clients dealing with the IRS. Now, whether it's retirement, business succession, and or pension and college funding, give us a call at Asset Growth Associates. Okay, Jim, I think we're ready for another break. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to That's the Bottom Line on News Talk 560 KLVI, being broadcast out of Beaumont, Texas. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen... The off-year elections are just about around the corner now, and the news media and Democrat politicians want everyone to believe there's going to be a blue wave, meaning Democrats will then have the majority, at least in the House, come January. That's what they believe. They are suggesting they probably won't win the Senate, but we don't know. It might seem this way because most of the news media and wire service operations are headquartered in New York, Washington, D.C., and, of course, California. Almost all local print newspapers are owned by large conglomerates located in those heavily Democrat big cities and rely on print services emanating from those places to fill their editorial and opinion pages. The news media, for the most part, has abandoned traditional journalism of presenting items factually and without bias or prejudice, and they foolishly lean to the left. I say this because it goes without saying, should the left ever gain full power, it would destroy freedom of the press in a heartbeat. All the news media would have to do is start criticizing Democrats, and you would see how they would react. But I guess it really doesn't matter because the media, for the most part, has already surrendered their beautiful freedom of the press to their Democrat overlords in exchange for what? For nothing. The media has surrendered this beautiful freedom to report the truth and defend justice without even so much as a whimper. But as far as the coming election goes, remember what happened in 2016. Everyone thought Hillary Clinton was going to win, but President Trump came out victorious. The Trump base may very likely keep Republicans in control of the House and Senate, not so much because Republicans deserve it, but because they want to keep supporting President Trump. Now, that, that's a real possibility. Well, the old clock on the wall is telling us that our... Weekly hour is about running out. I want to remind everyone that you can listen to us twice on the weekends, Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. 
And again, Sunday mornings from 11 a.m. till 12 noon. And I hope you enjoyed our little visit this morning and some of the information that we passed along to you. I want to remind you that if you are interested in having someone take a look at your financial plan or your taxes or anything that has to do with money, you should give us a call at Asset Growth Associates. We've been doing this for decades now, and we know what we're doing, and we offer a lot of different financial services. We're located at 1391 Calder in Beaumont, Texas, and our phone numbers once again during the week, 840-6900, our toll-free number, 1-866-728-3697. We can also be reached online at savemyretirement.com. At savemyretirement.com, you have a lot of, uh, you, you, can, you can get some ideas on saving taxes, investment tips, and so on and so forth. Well, that's it for today. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. Meantime, this is Gene Valerani along with Todd Hickman wishing all of you uh, a great weekend. God bless you and God bless all freedom-loving Americans. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.